Welcome, everybody. Um, thank you for joining Carlos and I for episode 46 of the Anime Arcade Podcast. The first time Carlos and I have done a podcast together. In person. In person. So the second time we've had uh, an in-person podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, Logan's not with us. He's at a con with Space Cat. So yeah. hopefully you guys are having fun. I am super jealous. <laughs> yeah, but we're having fun, too. Yep. I've been hanging out watching idols and drinking beers. Drinking beers. I mean, can't ask for too much more than that. But today we talk uh, mobile games. Mobile games. Yeah. Uh, I think our community's really kind of gone crazy with mobile games lately. So it <laughs> seems like an appropriate topic at the moment now with our community. And uh, we had a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed yeah. talking about. No, them, so. this was a really fun discussion, and we hope that you enjoy it as well. Absolutely. Thank you uh, for listening, everybody, and I hope you enjoy. And hopefully the. Um, Audio sounds good because we're in a hotel room. <laughs> yeah, standing across, sitting across from each other. Uh, see you guys soon and enjoy the podcast. starting up the game right now are you seriously starting up the game right now <laughs> i'm starting up the game i need to do my summons. <laughs> uh, well i guess it's it's apt that it's on this podcast or this episode i should say i don't know i want to lower that yeah so that it doesn't like dr- like totally drown out our yeah, dog voices someone's someone's uh listening to it in their headphones like oh god my ears <laughs> so um welcome everybody to listening to me do a I say summon, but it's a scout actually for my SIF game here. I've got my, in fact, I've got an SSR tick or above ticket and you got two of them, do. right? Did you get the two? No, I only bought one. Oh, uh, you only, only got the one pack. Cool. Okay. All right, let's hit the scout button here. And see what see what happens. Is Daya seriously your your? Of course she is. Yeah. Daya. We actually just got done watching the the newest episode of Sunshine, and and Daya moved up a few ranks. Oh yeah, Daya, uh, best girl. She's she was super super cute in this episode. All right, here I'm going to scout one SSR above. It's going to be Daya because today's Daya's day. Uh, there it goes. Fingers crossed. All right, what's going to happen here? Uh, that's an SSR. It's yeah. a Ruby. Oh, she's cute. It's yeah. a it's a Kurosawa sister. Yeah, yeah, it's her sister. That works. <laughs> All right. Ruby's the SSR. Let's see if I get a UR Daya in my, my big scout here now. Yeah, you're going to do a, a 10 plus 1 or is it? Um, yeah, 10 plus yeah, 1. Yeah, 10 to... plus. Just a 50, regular 50 scout. I'm probably going to not get Daya because it's Chica. But Chica, will, Chica will do, I guess. What do you get? What do you All get? Right. Fingers do crossed. I see any big pink things flying out? Oh, that's a lot of SSRs. You got a ton of SRs in that role. Ruby. Two Rubies. Uh, there's, there's a rare Daya. Mari. Chica, Mamari, Chica, <laughs> Daya. Hey, there's an SR right. Daya. Okay, there's Mari, an SR Mari. And oh, you can idolize that one. Nice. Two SR Maris, the same. Yeah. Well, how many SRs was that in that whole pack? Uh, it looks like four SRs. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Five SRs, pack. actually. Oh, there you go. And you got one that you can just instantly yeah. idolize. So, so and you got a Daya. So, 
That was that was my goal. All right, I'm gonna take a screenshot of this and post it for you <laughs> folks. Yeah, who yeah. are going to be listening to this later. <laughs> well, for for anybody out there who who listens, and you know, we we say this all the time, but um, you know, get in the Discord. Like, we're gonna we'll we'll try and make this one a little bit more interactive. Yeah, as interactive as you can get with Discord, uh, and in a recorded medium. Um, yeah. Um, we just recorded a video pre-cast. Um, Carlos and I, in case you can't tell by the audio, are actually in person for uh, the second time. In case you can't tell from the from the questionable <laughs> audio, yeah, um, it's uh, it's awesome to see you again, man. You too, man. It Absolutely. Is, no, this is wonderful. Yeah, we 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 hung out last night. We had some beers. Um, we, I showed him the glories of, uh, the in-person idols, of, yes. uh, the first live. So Steven, I've, I've got another person who might be interested in going to Japan. I'm not sure if you'll be able yeah. to, but yeah, I mean the whole lottery thing may be, may make things a little difficult for that, but, um, yeah, I'm <laughs> only increasing my interest in, in the new aqua girls, this new sunshine girls, uh, seeing them live, I think is definitely uh, been very productive to my obsession. <laughs> well, speaking of of that obsession, I mean, it wasn't that game that you just drew mm-hmm. from. For those of you who don't play and don't know, uh, it's called School Idol Festival. It's a a rhythm game, a, a mobile rhythm game uh, where you collect um, idols, like the variations of the idols from the Love Live franchise, um, and uh, that is one thing that you notice, like with these things, like. Mm-hmm because we got into love live, like a lot of us got into SIF um, and a lot of us got into, or a few of us get got into the, the in-person idols. And uh, it's just kind of like the tie-ins right. t- together kind of uh, bring a lot of anime fans. I think the whole in-person idol thing is kind of similar to when you really like a show um, getting to meet the voice actresses and the voice actors for that show. I think it's similar, but it's tenfold because these are actually like performers. They're actually idols that are the, real live version of animated characters that we all love so <laughs> yeah no the um <laughs> the the in-person idols too for, especially for for this iteration of love live for sunshine the the group aquas um you could tell that this time around they really scouted for uh dancing and musical backgrounds so i mean just their performances recently have been uh, outstanding yeah they really are very talented very phenomenal um performers but moving into our topic for today uh we were talking about or we're talking about mobile games today and sif mm-hmm. is is a big one that uh, a lot of our community has been getting either back into or into uh, we we have space cat to thank for that quite a bit <laughs> uh, i know i has been playing it uh, this whole time, uh, but um, when uh, Companion Cube from the Discord got into uh, Love Live, we also got him into School Idol Festival, and he's been posting his stuff. And the we've always had moments where like we'll just post nothing but Love Live stuff right. in the general chat. And I know not everybody watches or even likes Love Live, so it kind of drowns out everything right. else. So. It, we actually had to make a a love life text channel for our Discord, which is um, super popular. By yeah. the way, like, <laughs> it's like one of the most active channels right now. Um, um, yeah, it's great. So I mean, no, and and it's it's I just got recently back into School Idol Festival um, after drafting in the most recent draft, uh, Sunshine. 
mm. really as a way to force myself yeah. to watch it because it's just I haven't I haven't been watching um, I hadn't caught up on the first season of Sunshine and here I am now just watched the latest episode today for Best Girl Dio so <laughs> <laughs> oh man I can hear people booing <laughs> I can hear them booing through their 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 car speakers anyway boo boo desua yeah, they're, now they're eye rolling. <laughs> <laughs> we did just do that. Yes. Uh, but but uh, a lot of anime nowadays mm-hmm. has mobile game adaptations. And we were talking about this. Um, what we were talking about before, like last night, was, I mean, as as much as people criticize this, and, and it is there are definite cons that we will get into. Mm. Like when we were younger... Like, there were no anime games. No. Like, we had to search for anime games, and a lot of them were crap. Terrible, yeah. No, yeah, I mean, the anime, maybe there was games with a style art for anime, but you you might have seen, like, uh, they might have been, like, little chibi characters in the game, but, like, the box art was anime. Yeah, um, or, like, like the Inuyasha, um, if anybody remembers, the Inu, there was an Inuyasha JRPG with turn-based uh, fighting that game was complete trash. Yeah. You could break that thing so easily and the story was awful. The voice acting like was off by a little bit. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like watching those old Japanese movies mm-hmm. where their mouths talk move. But like, yeah, um, there were a couple of good ones. And like, I feel kind of obligated to mention, I know it's not called Robotech, but there was a Robotech PS2 game that I adored. Mm-hmm. I love that game so much. But like for the most part, like growing up with, with, you know, tsunami and stuff. There just wasn't a whole lot of anything. Yeah. Um, mine, I think the first ones I can really think back to that were very strictly anime were the, um, this Gaia and that whole franchise. I'm Atlas. I think Atlas brought over a bunch oh. of tactical games that this were guy is NIS America. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. NIS America. Maybe. Yeah. Nippenichi, Atlas, Nippenichi Atlas. software. Yeah. That's it. Atlas did bring like personas and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe eventually it's Nippenichi. Yeah. You're right. Um, so, uh, yeah, they, they had, uh, La Pucelle Tactics, Phantom Brave, this Gaia, and then this Gaia took off in huge popularity. So that was kind of like anime art anime style, art but, yeah, style, like but not, not adaptation. No, games. no, certainly not. But, but um, it we was do hard. play a lot of these. Yeah. Nowadays, nowadays there are a lot of these and we do play a lot of these and I know our community plays quite a few of them as well. Um, maybe not all of them, but I just wanted to kind of go over some of the games we played. Or do play right now. So you want me to go first or you want to go first? No, yeah, go for it. We'll take turns. Okay. So right now, what I'm actively playing, and I say actively, I'm going to put that in quotes and we'll get into that a little later. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I play School Idol Festival. Um, I play Fate Grand Order. I play Shadowverse. I play Idolmaster, Cinderella Girls, Starlight Stage. I play Tokyo Seventh Sisters. And that's all for what... Oh, and I put Konkole... Uh, because Conkle, it does have an app, but I'm like 90% of the time I'm playing it on the web. So eh, kind it's of a similar feel though. Do I think a lot of the mobile games, yeah. it's not technically, it doesn't mobile, really but... have a gotcha mechanic. It kind of does, mm-hmm. but once you're past a certain point, you yeah. never use it again. So it's not this, it's not really the same. So I'll put it, I'll put it there. Yeah. If people, people who've listened to our, our podcast before know about us and, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Conkle. Right. They know that that's, that's our thing uh, or one of our things. So, uh, yeah, um, no. So uh, currently I'm basically playing school idol festival. Um, on my phone, I still have fate go and fire emblem still installed. 
uh, Fire Emblem Heroes. But um, I'm kind of one that I, I kind of keep up with one at a time. <laughs> right, right. No, that's not. And, and to, to go back to that, too, um, the games we have played, mm-hmm. like I have played other games. I got rid of Fire Emblem Heroes because it wasn't doing it for me. For me, Fire Emblem is about the story. Yeah. And I didn't really feel a real connection to the story in this in the, the mobile game. Other people like right. Fire Emblem. That's fine. Um, and we'll I, talk a little more about story later because I think that is yeah, just, it's a thing that's, that's, a, that's a mobile game thing. Too, exactly. You know? Uh, I also played Final Fantasy Brave Exeus for a very short time. Uh, I played. I say I want to. Yeah, I'm going to say I played Grand Blue Fantasy. I kind of stopped. I really haven't touched it in a long, long time, which is a mm-hmm. shame because I really like the anime and I'd love to get back into it. Mm-hmm. But I I don't have that much time. <laughs> yeah. any, any that you played in the past that you don't play anymore? Um, I tried fairly recently. This was a couple months ago. A game called Kingdom Hearts Union X, and I've never been. I've never had anything against Kingdom Hearts. I've just never really gotten into the series. But um, it was one of the games that was recommended to me um, on the App Store, and so I downloaded it and gave it a shot. And it was cute for a little while. I mean, it was kind of fun having like a a gotcha type game where you would get Disney characters as well as like Final Fantasy characters. You know, it's kind of um, just kind of was neat. Uh, but it it lost my interest fairly quickly just because I guess the um, the art wasn't really as exciting for me. And that is one of the reasons I play these, which uh, uh, is definitely the, the collection and the, the art aspect of it. Did so. you – I got to interrupt real quick the, the cast and our train of thought. Did you see Logan's post? No. On – he, he opened some, some uh, Y Schwartz packs and said, just scouted. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good, Logan. Yeah. I dig way, way to go, man. That was good. <laughs> Those look like pretty good cards, too. I like that Rin. Oh, he's got a... Um... He's got a, I think that's a rare Ellie. Um, all right. So, so I think uh, another one we should mention that everyone played for like a month was uh, Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. <laughs> Phil, Phil uh, or Judude on our, our Discord, he actually played it for a good long time. Oh, really? And he got into like gym battling and stuff like that. Uh, me and him were, were on the red team and everybody else in the country was on the fucking blue team. <laughs> Which was a pain in the dick because it meant like every gym was blue. Yeah. So it was like like I, there were there were I remember there were like three gyms at my college. Oh really? So capturing them was a pain in the ass. I never got into that, but I do remember it was pretty equal in my area oh, really? when I was playing. Like I think it was yellow, blue, and red were the three yeah. colors. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there were red may have been the strongest. But oh really? Not by a huge margin. Um, but Pokemon Go I think is a really interesting one because it's not anything like the other mobile games that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, there is there is a element of randomness in it, uh, but not to the extent that we see in other mobile games. Yeah. And and we'll get to that. Uh, but let's um let's let's kind of break down some of these uh these games. So I mean the the difference between a mobile game for those who I, I'm not really sure who wouldn't know, but you know, just in case, hey, maybe, maybe you just woke up in a hospital and you have severe <laughs> amnesia, and you on your phone you have all these things that look like video games, and you apparently you're a really high level, and you do I don't know this I'm coming right out of my ass, uh, so you're like, what are these things that I used to do? Here you go. <laughs> so the difference the, the difference yeah. is uh, between uh, traditional and mobile gaming. 
um, is that mobile gaming has a really strong gambling element oh, big to time. it. Yeah, it's it's like rolling a slot machine. Um, <laughs> it, it it literally, I mean, and it's just part of the game. It's 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 a cash cow for these companies. That's that's how they make their money, and they're always trying to make lure you into uh, oh, buying yeah. currency to roll the wheel, basically. <laughs> So um and they lure you with these with like you said before uh with with um uh Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. is that the the art style doesn't grab you but once the art style has you yep. and if you're a person who really enjoys the art of a certain franchise like Love Live or uh Fate the Fate mm-hmm. series then of course when something new and shiny comes out you're like ooh I have to exactly. have this and so you're going to throw money down. Um and especially like they I feel like especially with the anime mobile games they um really they capture, I think every anime fan, every kind of like nerdy otaku or anything, whatever you want to call yourself, um, has that element of like enjoying limited stuff. Oh, like, yeah. You know, collector's yeah, edition, limited. Sure. So to see like, oh, this is only going to be available for the next five days or something. You're, you're like, like, oh, I got to get it. Yeah. Credit card. Yeah. <laughs> you can't swipe fast enough. <laughs> Another thing uh, that's different is they are definitely less story centric or at the very least these stories come in bite-sized mm-hmm. portions rather than in these grand narratives that we see in Mario Odyssey. Shout out. I fucking love that game already. Uh, yeah, we were playing that earlier. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it's a ton of fun. Um, this, the two players actually, you feel useful oh, yeah. even as the hat. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> side note, side note. Uh, but so yeah, the, instead of this grand narrative, you got little snippets of storyline, which are fun, but it gives you a tiny bit less sense of satisfaction that, than you would get finishing like a, uh, I don't know, I guess going right back to Mario, mm-hmm. Ma- Mario Odyssey. I was thinking of the other game, the guy who takes down giants, um, Someone's going to yell at me for not remembering. It was a PS2 game. Shadow of Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus. Thank yeah. you so much. You saved <laughs> <laughs> You saved our inbox. <laughs> but yeah, so like something like big like that, like you like or yeah. a God of War where you, right. you take down gods. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're not going to get that with with mobile gaming. You get tiny little bursts of, I guess, right. accomplishment rather than the, the big. Yeah, it's almost kind of like with you you have to think with like maybe a console game it's very story driven it's that's like picking up a novel yeah and reading it Mm -hmm. whereas the mobile games you have to think it's like you're reading like a four panel or something yeah exactly like a manga like a four coma yeah yeah um it they're more comic-y you know it's like a short quick story that maybe gets a laugh out of you or maybe draws a tear you know (laughs) (laughs) uh depending on how well written it is so um for sure yeah i i will admit to, to getting some laughs out of the the side stories for Fate Grand Order. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the uh, they are very collection-driven, like we were t- saying mm-hmm. before, like having that limited edition thing. Yeah. Or in the case of Contai Collection, like just having all the ships. Yeah. Um, just have like the bold Pokemon adage, you right. know, you got to catch them all. Yep. And that, I don't know, I mean, some, especially like thinking like Sif, uh, it's kind of unreasonable to even think you oh god no you know i I have to wonder there has to be some japanese and probably maybe even some worldwide or bn players uh who who have them all or if not have them all at least have bonded all of them to where they have all the stories in the catalog yeah i I can i can see it i mean but the amount of money you would have to put in to get every you are is insanity 
Yeah, and just the random element of it. It's the actual chance of getting any one you are is like astronomically low. Yeah. So. <laughs> right, yeah. We're looking at you, Cubay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just the chance to get a UR is what, like 1% or something? Something like that, yeah. So you imagine if there's how probably And, and that's how they get you a lot of the times too is, is the, the big – like the – Apple or carrot on the stick, I guess, right. uh, is is this one percent chance thing, and and it's just you're not going to get it, but you know you, you're going to try. <laughs> oh my god! And all the time I've been playing school, I was hoping I would draft the UR on the cast today, but yeah. still one UR in the entire time I've been playing. Um, it's uh, that's crazy. We'll talk a little more about that. I later. have like eight, <laughs> and I just started. I had to start up a brand new account because yeah, no, I lost I, my old one. Um, all right. Uh, everyone, another thing about mobile games, but this is really true about gaming in general, is that there seems to be like two different camps. Uh, you're either a min maxer or a filthy casual. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I think me and you fall into the filthy casual yeah. league, and and, and you know it, neither way of playing is inherently bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of creates, uh, like we were talking about before, sub communities, right? Um, where uh, you get the people who are really tryharding. I mean, and you know, good on them. They got yeah. the time. They got the right. patience. They're going to. They're going to be the best at this game. Right. And then you got like other groups of communities, like us, who are like, this card is so cute. Yeah, yeah. I just want to collect cute, pretty art. <laughs> uh, look at the cute thing I got. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I I think that's those are the the big differences, with the exception of the last one. I mean, people do differently play. Uh, traditional games mm. um, that way as well. They, there are definitely different ways of playing it, but um, because it's competition driven, I think it's a little different than say a well, again a Mario, a, a God of War. There's not really a whole lot of competition going there, except for like speedrunners. Yeah, uh, it might be more apt to say it's more in in line with like an MMO uh, in the in the sense of uh, right. people who are trying to be the very best, like no one ever was. I'm really sorry I had to do it. <laughs> uh, so, you know, you got the people who are trying to be the best versus the people who just right. every now and again want to jump into a world and kill a whole bunch of monsters. And I think I think a good mobile game captures both audiences in a different way. And I mean, I, I hate to continuously go back to School Idol Festival, but that's kind of the game that we're playing currently. Um, and there are ways you can get high ranks in certain songs or get a high ranking in the events that play out. Um and for those, those are like great goals for someone who's a min-maxer or someone who really wants to get the best score in the game to kind of show off their stuff, you know, mm. whereas like for a casual, there's a lot of pretty art that you can collect. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you can make them your your girl, who your poster girl who, you know, talks to you when you open up the game. Yeah, or, exactly. <laughs> or, uh, you know, or you show off to your friends and help them out or something. I just you know, want to so. pro- like disclaimer. We- uh jeff, jeff does have a girlfriend I, I have been in relationships before this isn't like by no means of no a, I don't it's know. just fun yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's not... a it's a fun thing for us at least for other people again it's a, it, either they don't play at all or they're the the type who want to be uh on the top of the leaderboards uh some of the uh the benefits of mobile gaming um for us at least it's it's quick play yeah i mean you don't need a whole lot of time dedicated to it i'm i'm a full-time student uh most of my time is spent uh either in class or i'm at the uh a small area in my school specifically for veterans and we we study we study and of course we shoot the shit because we're right of course we're gonna talk shit but uh 
So I spend most of my time doing that, doing that. So every now and again, when I catch a minute when I'm not doing homework or you yeah. know preparing for something, I like to pull out my phone. I'll tap yeah. away at a few SIF songs. I'll right. tap away at some Fate Grand Order, and and then when it's done, you know, I can just put it away. It, it I think it beats sitting on the toilet and reading Facebook and all of the, the <laughs> hatred and vitriol that Facebook has become. Yeah, you exactly. Know, to play a couple of Sif songs, you know, while you're just sitting there doing nothing anyway. It's exactly. Kinda, you know, um, you know, yeah, it's just, it's a, something you can do in a couple minutes real quick to kill a couple minutes it, time when you're. And you know. it's not too much investment. Like, like you can nowadays, like I showed you the, the switch. I can pull that up. I can right. make that a mobile thing. And for, for the 3DS, it's the same thing. Those are very mobile too. And people are like, well, what about those? You know, you can pick right. those up and put those down and they have a much bigger narrative and there's much more you can do with them. But like the only argument I have against that is it's really hard to put those games down. Yeah. I don't want to put down, uh, I don't want to put down uh, like a Etrian Odyssey, which I just got. I don't want to right. put down uh, Mario Odyssey. Wow, I got two Odyssey games. I just realized that. <laughs> I think though it's like, because of like we talked about with the story, there's the bite size stories, so you can actually complete a story in you know yeah. two or three minutes exactly. You know? Whereas in a game like a Mario, I, I don't know if Mario has too much of a story, but the Aturian Odyssey maybe probably does. Mm-hmm. So um, I can't tell you how many times I've restarted RPGs because I put it down for a couple for weeks too long. And yeah, I, I lost like uh, I f- lost Fire Emblem, the Fire oh, Emblem yeah. games. I've restarted those before. Hell, I restarted, but the first time I played through Persona Four Golden. Because I, I never played the original Persona 4. Or no, actually, I take that back. I did, but it was a friend's and we only played for a little bit. I never got really mm-hmm. into it. But I got Persona 4 Golden on my PS Vita. And I, I played through like half of it. And mm-hmm. then I, I, because I was working at the time, right. I put it down for too long. I picked it back up and I'm like, I don't know what I'm yep. doing. And this is the same problem I'm having with Persona 5. Is I keep trying to go back to it and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing right. anymore. So I'm thinking I'm going to have to restart the whole damn thing. Yeah, and when you're like 30 hours into a game, you thought just, that you have to uh, do I don't want to. Yeah, it's, it, that, I can't tell you how many games I've not played. I, I've stopped halfway or 75% of the way through. I put it down for a month, tried to go back and was like, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's that's kind of the thing that mobile gaming affords you is that you could really pick up at any point. It doesn't matter. Right. With, I will say with uh, School Idol Festival, putting it down for too long makes it difficult to play the songs. Yeah. But there are easier difficulties. So if you put it down for way too long, you mm-hmm. just go back a couple difficulties, get some practice in, and you're yeah. right back where you started. Yeah, that's a rhythm game. So, I mean, that's that's true. There's different types of mobile games. I mean, there's the turn-based combat of Fate Go. There's a rhythm game of... Um, there's the tactics of right, Fire Emblem exactly. Heroes. So, yeah. So, it's all different kinds, but they all kind of have that. You do kind of have to relearn the aspects, and that would kind of make it a pain, but it's nowhere near as much as when yeah. you put down, like, a, a heavy story. Right, like a JRPG. Um, yeah. Which is basically, I mean, you're in the middle of a cave near a save point. What, what was I doing here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is this place? Where am I supposed to go? Now, granted, a lot of them, like, they'll, you'll, they'll have those helpful little, like, yeah. save the princess. Like, the little little quest right. things that'll tell you exactly what you're supposed to do. But even then, you're like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the, another big draw for these mobile games, and we talked about this a little at the beginning, is their tie-ins. Right. And for as us, or for us as um, you know, huge otaku nerds, yeah, <laughs> uh, we're we're more inclined to play something if it has characters we recognize and we love, and you know, we recognize and love the uh, 
the idols of Love Live, right? Both Muse, Awkward, and now the PDP girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's it was an easy yeah connection to make big time. I mean, and, and that's kind of important to note as like someone who's maybe listening to this podcast that somehow doesn't realize we're an anime podcast mm-hmm. might be wondering why we're not talking about something like Clash of Clans or something. And I've never played that game. I know it's a pretty popular mobile game. It but looks like fun, but yeah. I don't have time for it. Right, and, and we tend to lean towards anime what ties into our favorite anime our favorite kind of entertainment medium so um, if you want us to talk about clash of clans do us a favor and make an anime tie-in clash of clans right like type game a skin we'll probably throw. yeah <laughs> throw a skin on it and i don't know what will we um drifters a drifter skin that'd be cool yeah. that'd be kind of fun or i don't know i'm trying to think of of like oh like a gundam skin because then you can get uh, the federation yeah. versus the that would be cool yeah I'd, I'd play that even if i don't haven't watched gundam in a good long while um so yeah anime tie-ins we love that stuff so it's it's easy to play those games and japan loves their mobile games Mm -hmm. oh my god i think i think that's kind of ties in to (coughs) the the art i mean collecting the art is a huge part of what we like about even when they don't have a tie-in uh japan loves their mobile games i'm Mm -hmm. not sure if you uh, we talked about keys and i last night at the bar right and um the a lot of the games that she plays are not tied into anything. She, well, to be fair, they're promotions. Right. They, the companies pay her to play these games. But there's a lot of them. Metric butt ton of them. Right. Um, so. It's a way to kind of like attach anime to something maybe that's Yeah. Not, and like, some of the games actually do get like, that's another thing. Some of the, some mobile games get anime. And to be fair, that's real hit or miss on one of the, whether those anime are any good. Well, <laughs> but Grand Blue was fun. I liked Grand Blue Fantasy. I, yeah, that I, show I that I, the show, the epic uh, fantasy show that I was supposed to have drafted this season. Die Horizon. Into, like, <laughs> it turned into a little like pill thing, people. It, yeah, like little chibi pill people mobile game. It looks so <laughs> weird, man. Uh, oh, God. That, that art was so epic, too, for that. I'm like, Square Enix, what the shit? What happened? <laughs> uh, uh, another... Okay, this this one kind of comes with a caveat, uh, but another pro for mobile gaming is that for those of us who like to collect stuff, and you recently came over to my house, you saw my room, mm. you saw the holy shit amounts of manga yeah. and, and anime that I have and figures, um, those cost money, quite a, a bit of money. Yeah, a lot of money. <laughs> uh, I could probably sell those and, and, I don't know, live it up in Vegas for a few nights. Uh, <laughs> Not a bad idea. No, no. Keep your figures. Keep your figures. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, the so mobile games are a good way to collect stuff without spending money. However, you can spend money. So there's a little caveat to that, but there are free-to-play players who get good stuff, I promise. Um, kind of. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <All> right. <laughs> but, uh, but it is a good way to, to collect stuff without spending the holy shit amounts of money that I've spent on Love Live figures or Concola yeah. figures or... And there's, I mean, the, we all have kind of like that desire to collect, you know, especially when we love something. Oh, like, yeah. Like we love anime. You, you want a piece of it. And, right. And uh, I mean, we've said this before, you, you always want a piece right. of, of that world that you enjoy so Of course, much. yeah. Um, and something like a mobile game, the collecting in a mobile game, 
as you you know, there's there's only so much room in your bedroom or your Unfortunately, you know, yeah. <laughs> like where you live. where is the bag of holding <laughs> for anime stuff? We need to find a lady who needs us to like raid a tomb. That's <laughs> a bag of holding. <laughs> oh, sorry, that sorry, that's that's an inside joke just for people who who play the who play D D with us on Wednesday nights. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Um, so, yeah, uh, you can collect stuff without spending money. However, you're, if you're like me, you're going to spend money. But I think, too, um, we can collect stuff for us, you know, in our homes. We have our figure collections. We have our art collections, our manga collections. But it's unless you have a friend come over, it's kind of hard to share that collection oh, with people. Oh, yeah, that's true. So that, that brings us to our next point, actually, is uh, it, mobile games – it's kind of weird to say this because, you know, there are other multiplayer games that do this better, but they kind of encourage interactions with friends, as, mm. like especially the ones uh, that encourage you to friend people to yeah. get more points or whatnot. And while a lot of these quote unquote friendships are nothing more than huzzah, I have somebody who's got this great card right. to boost me in the next event or whatever. That's whatever. kind of the maxer mentality maybe. But. Yeah, but like. In communities like ours, it turns more into like when you're perusing your game, you mm-hmm. see the news, like first school auto festival, yeah. going right back to it. You see, <clears throat> for example, sorry, IU, I'm going to use you. Oh, look, IU just got this UR. Oh, check that out. IU just uh, max bonded that SR. Right. You know, way to go. Right. So you feel good for the people, you know, who are playing with you. But at the same time, you can also kind of, it's kind of like a bragging thing. Right. They can be like, oh, check out this one, what I just got, you know. Like, yeah. If no, I, I, I swear to God, if I got a UR die, the first thing I'd do is I'd go to Discord and be like, look what I got. Yeah. <laughs> it's a brag. <laughs> yeah, it's bragging rights. It's it's fun. I mean, and then, you know, you I get a little bit, I, I'm happy for you. I, you know, make sure you put her as your support person so I can use her whenever I see her. Uh, but um, no, yeah, it's it's a way to share uh, with your buddies and and. Yeah, it makes makes it easier with all these games, I think. Uh, and I think the good ones in have that interaction where you can help out your friends. And uh, It also encourages, like, the growing of communities because mm-hmm. uh, around them, I mean, as much as I, I've been outspoken about this, I don't like Reddit. <laughs> I don't, I think yeah. it's a super unintuitive website. It works because people are on it. And that's awesome. And people, and there are some really great communities that, that you know, uh, yeah. do some really great stuff. But 90% of the time. It's not worth going to for me. But because of Reddit, I will say this is a good thing. Like for a lot of these Japanese games that came out, like people who play for the on the Japanese side help out people like who are just getting into it when the English versions drop. Mm-hmm. It happened with Sif. It happened with Fate Go. So like these Reddit communities grow. And on top of that, like what we're seeing in Discord, we're starting to see dis- like uh, Reddit communities move to Discord. Yeah. So you can get answers from people who know in real time right. and kind of make like form these friendships uh, around these games that you love. I'm, I'm starting to notice it kind of with the the Concoli, uh Discord. Um, and uh, I, I know that there are Love Live Discords. I don't mm-hmm. ever go on them because I don't really need help yeah. i just want to play right. it casually yeah but like if you're into that it really does encourage you to to seek out the community Definitely. and then you kind of uh you kind of almost adapted language all your own yeah. in that community which is kind of cool that's true it adds having a community adds a lot of excitement too i mean i just posted pictures of my just my scouting and had people interact with me about how many maris i got you know <laughs> um you know, it's fun to share your excitement from your uh, the um, 
the gamble, yeah. whether it's good or, or bad. Well, S- someone can pat you on the back when you don't, you know, you get your one SR out of the <laughs> 11 you just scouted or your, you know, 20th scout of not getting a single five star and fake go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have three of them. <laughs> uh, okay. Before Logan kills me. Going on to the cons. Um, the, the, the bad side of mobile gaming, there definitely is one, is that, uh, you know, going back to the thing where it says it you know doesn't cost mm-hmm. money, it can cost money. Yeah. And it can be incredibly expensive. I know people who have thrown hundreds, if not thousands of dollars oh, yeah. at mobile games. Easy. Um, just to get what they want. Um, and it is, uh, we were talking about this before the cast, there are pay-to-win elements in certain games. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about, uh, school idol festival. The, it's not really pay to win for the most part. I don't, I, I wouldn't think like tiering in events. If you really want to tier in an event, yeah, you might get beat out by someone who is quote unquote whaling, right. Whaling the, the, the term used most often for people who pay uh, enormous sums right. of money for, uh, for these gotcha things anyway. Uh, but I think where it really becomes pay to win is in the, I think it's Medfest. Or it's like a like there's a there's a a competition um, in some of the Love Live events where you're actually going head to head with three yeah. other people yeah, and a person who has part. a full team of URs because they spent an outrageous amount right. of money is most likely going to beat somebody mm-hmm. who's been in the game for a while who only has like three or four URs. Yeah, I mean the pay to win aspect is going to be in some games more prevalent than others. You know, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, probably like a fire emblem where you actually are pvping with you know other other groups um love live you're never uh, except for that one event really going against other other people but yeah i mean well except for tiering i and guess if, you're, tiering, if you try yeah, to tier true. for events like you could say to a lesser extent that it is kind of pay to win mm-hmm. but honestly if you've got the drive for it to tier especially tier one for an event I don't think they're terribly pay to win. I think you could make it. Yeah. No, you just have to work a little harder yeah. at it. Yeah. It's just you're investing way more time than a yeah. whale would. Um, another thing, they're terribly – You, how do I say this? They're terribly addictive in some cases, yeah. especially when you first start. You can get really into them. And while we say these are games you can pick up and put down real easily, mm-hmm. there are those people – if you're the type of person who's got an addictive personality – I yeah. recommend not touching mobile right. games, especially not Japanese mobile games, yeah. because you will get addicted. And this goes hand in hand with the expensive part. Is if you get addicted, you could that's where you could potentially start spending way more money than you probably oh, yeah. should. Well, I, but this is the, this is also the case. Like this isn't just to put down mobile games because this is the case for many games. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure if you remember, but back when we were, I think we would have been like teenagers when uh, MOBAs first came, or not MOBAs, uh, MMOs first came out. Mm-hmm. You know, you had your Ultimas, your your EverQuest. I mean, we were ta- we're talking about people like this. These were the original subscription based games who would who would uh, like lose family yeah. over EQ. Um, oh, I had friends who dropped out of school. Yeah, who would lose money over ever like over EverQuest, like buying uh, what was it? I think platinum was the the largest currency. Like people would lose a lot of stuff. So this it's not to say that this is the only form of addictive right. gaming it's a different kind of addictive and it's this these this is one of the big yeah. cons and me. it's an addiction that can because i mean yeah i guess in an mmo you could buy currency on the, the black market on so the black speak, markets yeah. but um 
you know, RMT back in the day, it, you know, you bought Final Fantasy seven and you paid 60 bucks for it. And that was it. There was no downloadable content. There was no mm-hmm. way you could pay more money for that game, even though you may have gotten addicted to it. I mean, roundabout way you buy merch for the game, but it's not going to. Yeah. Well, most of it wasn't going to Square Enix or Square Soft at the time. Right. Those of us who remember. Um, but I think that this this. I, I guess I keep going back to the expensive part because I feel like it maybe could be one of the biggest. Cons, oh yeah, no, it totally is. Um, that that's even being pulled into not not only just mobile games now. Like I think the new FIFA game is like oh, has a gotcha mechanic. Too, absolutely, so. yeah. Uh, the um, EA Sports has been doing that a lot with uh, with Madden with FIFA. You buy you buy packs, right? And you can put together teams based on the packs you have. And of course, you're going to try over and over again for Messi. He's only soccer player I know. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Ronaldo, I think, is another. I think I saw a guy break his TV when he got, he actually opened a pack with Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> he like threw something I, and broke his I TV. I love soccer fans. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm calling you soccer fans, but I'm American, so get over it. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, I mean, sorry for him and his TV, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's it's not just not just mobile gaming, but it's it, it is definitely prevalent in mobile gaming. Um, uh, less complete storylines is is a dig. We we went over this beforehand, right. but I mean, as much as as much as it's easier just to pick up and put down a storyline, sometimes you want something meatier. Yeah. Something sometimes you want that large wo- like whoosh of like mm. exultation after you completed like yeah. a 90 hour campaign and it's like you finally got into the final dungeon right. and god damn it you saved the world yeah and those are the memorable moments from video games like in our past you mm-hmm. know growing up it was that like you just spent 90 hours to get to this point yeah and that euphoria of completing um i don't think that you get that so much ever with a mobile game there's not no those... it, it's very small uh highs yeah it, it's uh this is a terrible way to put it. Yeah, from we just uh, went from addiction. So. Uh, I was actually gonna say like it, it's like it's like the difference between pot and cocaine. Oh god! Because pot stays in your system for about thirty days. Don't ask me how I know that. And uh, cocaine is really quick. It just in and out. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, I guess the highs usually come from your gotcha pulls. Oh yeah. Right? Oh my god! Not are you kidding story, me? So. When you see that you are envelope come out of the yeah. the sift box, you're like yeah. Your whole body just kind of like you're like, oh, I'm so excited, and then you it, it, yeah. it opens and it's a Hanayo and it just all falls down to the ground. <laughs> Poor Hanayo. Poor Hanayo. Of the 18 idols from the Love Live franchise, she's maybe the one that nobody uh, likes. Yeah. <laughs> there are people who like her; they're just mostly female, um, and that's fine. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Before I, we need a Hana. Grave. We need a Hana Yofan on Discord, by the way. So before I dig my grave any further. <laughs> uh, oh, that this is another thing. Actually, speaking like going right into the next point, they can be incredibly discouraging. Oh God, yeah. I um, mean, like you get these gotcha pulls, and like we said, you get these little highs. But like for example, uh, in Sif, you get all these envelopes fly out, and the eleventh envelope. It's just an SR envelope. Right. And you're like, ah, I saved up for this. Or even worse is, and I will admit with, uh, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. uh, what do you call it? I'm with Logan on this. The, the pulls in Fate Go oh, yeah. feel so bad because they open one at a time. So you don't even really get the exultation of seeing, okay, there's going to be a four star in there. Okay, there's going to be a five star mm-hmm. in there. You have to wait for each right. and every pull. And when it's done, because you're guaranteed one four star, they're are craft essences and there are 
um, heroic spirits, and you want the heroic spirits because those are the characters. The craft essences, while they're cool, they're just like the boost. Right. So the four star could be a craft essence. Yeah. You could only be guaranteed one craft essence, and I can can't tell you how many how much money I put into Fate Go when um, when Joan of Arc right. was the was the pool. I put in so much money, and I got at least three pools that were just one four-star craft essence. Fate go, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you serious? We're talking about addiction here, man. You're not helping, Fate man. Go. You got the itch. You got the itch. I've got actually 30 things saved up. I'm going to see if on the cast, if this increases my luck. <laughs> it didn't increase your luck for the other one, man. <laughs> but, yeah, so going forward, while he's he's – uh, essentially illustrating our point of addiction. Um, yeah, the, the the pools in most games just feel terrible, especially when you don't get it. It's 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 high highs and low lows. So if you can't stand that, you need to not play these games because you are going to drive yourself to a heart attack with anger. Tamamo no my, here she comes. All right. If you get her on the cast, Seismic might kill both of us. <laughs> and we're in a city that, like, Seismic lives near us, like where we're at right now. <laughs> so please don't get to Momonome. I like living. All right. Am I going to go uh, through this one by one? This yeah, just go by one by one. This might not be good right I'll now. just keep keep talking. There's um, my one four star. Yeah, there's your one four star. It's a craft essence. <laughs> hey, how do you like that shit? To All be right, fair, so. I got, like, four craft essence. You might want to – you have to keep pushing it. Yeah, yeah. You got to keep – Oh my god, the same I, Yeah, the same four-star craft essence. Oh, this is fun. Uh you can um, tap it twice just to just to I think you actually did it. Oh, 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 oh! Is that's it? a big one. What is this one? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, assassin? Oh, that's is it Carmilla again? Oh my ah! god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's like the sixth Carmilla I've gotten. You know, this is where my luck goes. Uh-oh. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's all you got. You already tapped it twice. You got a five star craft essence, so that's good. The Black Grail. Oh no! I thought you got Tomomo. Yeah. That's... So that's what that little gold ring means, huh? Yep. Look at all these craft essences. Yeah, you got a lot of them. That was yeah. good. This is this is technically a good pull, but it feels bad. Come on. There's another craft essence. That's another Carmilla. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Uh, you need to screenshot that you need to screenshot that and you need to put that on discord he literally just just drew two carmelas in the same pool see this is actually a phenomenal pool i got one two three four i need five when you post that when you post that in the discord you need to to emphasize that that is like your seventh carmel seven like sixth and seventh carmela that's outrageous I got two five-star craft essences and like I got all four and five stars except for three. It's a great – it is a great pool. But like we said, it, it feels bad. It feels bad. Uh, so uh, yeah, especially for me who's gotten nothing but Carmilla's. So great, great <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, especially since I kind of went nuts there. <laughs> I'm, glad you, I'm glad I didn't see the gold ring on the second one. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah. So yeah. The, just like that. It can yeah. feel really, really bad. Way to illustrate our point, Faye, right. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, what is some advice to get over these kind of these kind of drawbacks? We were we did talk about this very briefly uh, yesterday, but I like to call it the Vegas advice. Mm. Uh, for those of you who have never been to a casino, try it once in your life. It's uh, it's an experience. Uh, just don't. Uh, here, here's a here's a little bit of advice. 
and and you'll see how it ties into the game. Um, when you go into a casino, whether you're in Vegas, whether you're in Biloxi, whether wherever the hell you're at, um, go in with a set amount. You go in with a pocket full of money, like you you go to your bank, your bank, you hit your ATM. That way, you're not pulling out those damn draft fees. Uh, you pull out, let's say 200 bucks, 200 bucks is, you know, good enough to have a good time at a casino. Right. Um, and you know, you have some money on your card for the bar afterwards, you hit the casino floor, unless you want to play craps or something, right. like that, then maybe pull out a little more money. Um, you hit the casino floor, uh, you do it, you, you do a few rolls, pulls, mm-hmm. freaking like, I don't know what, what the terminology for the card games are hands, a few a, a few hands, hands there you I go guess, thank yeah. you you play a couple hands and if you lose everything just ex- go in there expecting yeah. to lose everything mm-hmm. don't go in there expecting that you're going to be the next yeah. you know donald trump uh, holy shit i just made enough money to right. be the president of the united states um, oh yeah it's a set, it's certainly set a limit and just expect to you know that that's been my thing anytime i've ever gone to a casino yeah, like the three times in my life, I've been like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay a hundred dollars to be entertained tonight. Yeah. So essentially, just ex- like look at that money in your wallet, like it's not yours anymore right. because it's not yours anymore. <laughs> uh, it, it's the casinos, and the casino always wins. Yeah. Um. So that this is exactly the advice I'd give people uh, who are are doing gotchas mm-hmm. who play. Uh, essentially the slots of mobile gaming right. is those love gems are like go in knowing that those love gems are garbage that saint quartz is garbage yeah. that it's going to get you nothing and if it gets you something huzzah right. if it gets you even if it gets you something like let's say it gets you an sr cool yeah. you can you can idolize that sr you can get a new story and that's kind of the cool thing about mobile games is you go into a casino you're just losing your money yeah yeah <laughs> at least you get Something you yeah. might not get what you wanted, but you in with the gotcha games. Usually, if you spend enough, you're going to get at least one rare, or you know, maybe better than rare. Mm-hmm. It might not be the one you wanted. But like, like I said, it's all about mentality, man. Right? It, it's you have to go into it with the mentality that you're not your luck is complete garbage, mm-hmm. and you're just not you're not going to win. Right. The best night I ever had at a casino, I was pissed drunk. I was 22 years old. And the guy next to me was so angry that I was winning. <laughs> uh, I and I told, I looked at him in my incredibly drunk state, and I hope the words came out as "You just got to play like it doesn't matter." Right. Um, but I'm pretty sure it came out slurred and stupid sounding. <laughs> That's what I remember. I think I asked the cocktail waitress to marry me. <laughs> oh no! You do get something at a casino. You get free drinks. There you go. Yeah, stay at those slots or or stay at something easy to play. And just every time the cocktail waitress comes around, throw a dollar in, you get drunk drunk off your ass for nothing. Yeah. No, not nothing. Anyway, side note, side note. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's that's the Vegas advice is is you really have to play like like it doesn't matter. Absolutely. Um, and this is the problem I think a lot of people face is that they can't really go into that that uh, those pools like that. I don't want to say it's entitlement, but it feels like they feel like they're entitled because they've yeah. saved up, they've invested time. And that's the thing is, is you got to realize mobile games aren't aren't traditional games. Traditional games, you invest the time, yeah. you're going to get that amazing weapon because you invested time right. in it. Whereas with mobile games, you're not entitled to shit. No, no. I mean... All you did was save up, like, log in a few right. times and save up the, the currency. 
my luck with Sif being a great example of that. The amount I'm hundred level 114 in Sif, and I've gotten one UR. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. My luck is shit. (laughs) It's probably worse than yours. I promise you. You just gotta go and knowing that the game thinks you're garbage and is going to treat you as such. (laughs) But because you are a masochist, right? You're gonna keep pulling. But there is there's like I mentioned before, you're gonna get something out of the deal, and I think being happy with what you get is probably a good way to look at it to try to avoid the the low or the potential depression that comes from from not getting that i mean i now should have if i didn't already have a max uh fan mobile fan noble Noble phantasm carmilla yeah so she's gonna do a lot of damage you know so that's good yeah uh (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna enjoy using her right um (laughs) but I think that's the, the the pitfall people fall into is that they buy that they they keep buying more packs thinking all right I've invested this much money I'm going to get it this time and this is what we call the gambler's fallacy mm-hmm. and we looked this up this morning and I'm going to just read you the the textbook definition because I'm I don't feel like putting it into my own words <laughs> I do that for school uh, the gambler's fallacy is a mistaken belief that if something happens more frequently than normal during some period it will happen less frequently in the future. Or that if something happens less frequently than normal in some period, it will happen more frequently in the future. So they keep buying thinking, statistically speaking, I have to get this. And that's not true. Right. And that's what gets gamblers in so much trouble. Exactly. This is is why we have, you know, like, uh, what do you call it? Like rehab centers for gamblers. Like hotlines for Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Um, no, just the thought that like, oh, I've got a 1% chance if I do 100 uh, pulls, I'm guaranteed to get a UR. Yeah, yeah it doesn't work nope. that way. It does not work that way. I mean, uh, as uh, Conquale players uh, like uh, me, Logan, and, and Cubay can tell you, like it tells you on uh, there's a website called Poise Statistics that tells you the drop rate of certain ships that that drop rate isn't always right. Mm. I mean, I've spent hours or days or you know weeks like trying to get a ship that's on like a 2% drop rate, but the game's like, <laughs> nope, mm. you're not getting shit. Hell, Logan last event uh, was trying for Warspite. Yeah, Warspite, I believe, was the one that was giving him trouble and just not getting it. Yeah. So, and that's the that's problem with these games is that if you go in thinking, or right. if you go in with this gambler fallacy, you're, you're going to come out hating either the game or life. Yeah. And that's really dangerous place to be. I only know of one game that does this, but there is a game, um, Fire Emblem Heroes, that... Every time you fail to get a five star, I think it's a five star is the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, it increases your chances. And see, that's a that's I will I will admit uh, that is a really good system. It really rewards the player, and it it makes the game more. I don't want to say worth playing because honestly, I didn't like the tactics in that game. No, I the tactics. It was, yeah. I thought the gameplay was was crap, and and that's why I didn't want to play yeah. it anymore. But. Uh, but the the gotcha, yeah, it never felt really that bad. Right. No, it didn't. I mean, I I very quickly got a Carmilla, mm-hmm. which made me incredibly happy because she's my favorite from that series. Yeah. Um, but I would love that in a different game. I love it because I I don't like the fake go or yeah. the the Fire Emblem Heroes gameplay. I love the fake go gameplay. No. I mean, Fire Emblem here, Fire Emblem, the, the franchise, just to go on my soapbox, is based on large battlefields and positioning your troops, you know, tactically that game the battlefield's so small yeah it never feels like <laughs> it's, that it's not the mobile game's fault it's just no. it doesn't it doesn't feel like a fire emblem game but it's still it's still like we like you were saying mm-hmm. it's a great gotcha mechanic yeah and it needs to be implemented more but unfortunately none of us speak in fluent enough japanese to raise a stink about it exactly um um so, someone get on that 
<laughs> any of you speak fluent Japanese, why don't you give Bushiroad a call? They won't they won't think you're nuts. <laughs> why don't you give uh, Tight Moon a call? Um, I think we talked a little bit about this earlier, but um, I think a really important way too to get over um, maybe some of the negative aspects of of uh, these games, you know, maybe the, the downtrodden feeling you get when you don't get the pull you want or the amount of money you're spending is finding a community to enjoy it with, to mm-hmm. share it with. Just uh, people to talk to. Right. And uh, like, even if it's just people to commiserate with, like, ah, oh, look at this bullshit right. role I just got, like we just did. Yeah. Like, it still feels better because like the whole community can sympathize. They can be like, oh man, I know, you know, I know what that's like, all that stuff. Um, so... Yeah, a community is a great way to bond with people over the game and to kind of make yourself feel better uh, about the game because you know that you're not alone. Even when like someone like me gets three five stars. <laughs> Did I mention I had three five stars? Uh, I'm, I'm going to die. <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Um, you can still take heart in the fact that, I don't know, someone in the community got one or you could band together with everyone else to to demonize that person yeah somehow it makes it feel better when you you know everyone is like oh man that's stu- that that sucks or the, that next time buddy <laughs> talk you off the ledge a little bit you know <laughs> or to enjoy it with when um you get that great pull so you can brag you can share yeah i get that the, the bragging and the or, or the the commiseration it's just th- those are those are the great parts about having the community mm-hmm uh, and like I said before, again, if you have a big enough community and the game is brand new, right. like Fate Go was, you have people who for sure were playing the Japanese version yeah. who can help you out. Right. Uh, or um, like for in our case, for Konkole, you know, people come to our Discord mm-hmm. and we get them into Konkole if they're interested in Konkole. And if they have any questions or anything like that, there's a the community there to be like, hey, here's how you do this. Right. You know, here's how you clear that. I mean, as Carlos mentioned, when I got that Carmilla, now I have a Carmilla that is a good assassin that he'll be able to use in his fake go mm-hmm. ex- escapades. Yep. So. so anybody, anybody who needs a a good assassin friend for uh, <laughs> for the what do, what do assassins kill mages? Yeah, for for the mage dailies, uh, you need to you need a friend Jeff. Yep. Um, another piece of advice I'd give to people uh, who are looking to get back into looking to get into or considering mobile games is to avoid burnout yeah and this is true for most games uh, mmos especially but also you know definitely mobile games mm-hmm. um i'd say unless you're unless you really want to min max unless you want to be that top tier holy right. shit look at my names at the top of the leaderboard guy yeah don't feel like you have to spend your ability points like in it's called ap and Faco, lp and in uh sif i don't remember what it's called energy in other games mm-hmm. um don't feel like you have to spend that like like be incredibly efficient right. with it like um oh my god it's three in the morning yeah. like that uh that old uh school idol festival yeah. meme where it's hanukkah waking up and like the caption on yeah. is like oh it's 3 a.m i gotta burn my lp yeah, exactly um uh, you don't have to do that you're gonna burn yourself right yeah. the fuck out and this is exactly what happened to me with sif and why i'm just coming back now after like almost two years of not playing because i i was basically tearing in every maki event and after yeah. the last one that was brutal because i guess i don't know there was too many people playing and actually getting into the high tiers was well you outrageous. also played on one where they're like they were giving out they were like handing out uh um love gems oh yeah so people were just able to keep going keep going keep going so 
yeah, it in and I burnt out. I, I didn't want to even look at the game. In fact, picking it back up again, that Maki that I worked so hard for, I didn't even have a bond with her yet. So I didn't even get a chance to play with this character that I worked so hard to get. So um yeah, burnout is a problem. I mean, these games are, you know, not meant to be taken, you know, it's not meant to be a job. And that's really what, that's when I think burnout happens is when you start treating it like it's a, I must do this, even though I don't really want yeah. to kind of thing. And, and uh, especially too, like, um, uh, like burnout can also happen from gotcha. Yeah. When you get some seriously shit pulls, I'm not saying keep playing. I'm, Take a break. Yeah. Take a break from that game, especially if it's if it's making you feel yeah. just a certain way. If if you got to take a break, take a break. Oh, this happens too. I mean, if you spend a lot of time building up, maybe maybe you're a free to play player and you're spending yeah. a lot of time building up, and you're like, this is the time yeah. finally. And it's just there's that one time where it just breaks. And you. see, that's exactly why I was like your your break from Sif was because of 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 burnout yeah. due to you know just constantly tearing. Mine was gotcha luck. Right. I had the worst gotcha luck going into Sif on my first account. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it felt so bad that like at one point, I think I was pulling uh, on a BB scout, which mm-hmm. BB, you know, Ma, Ellie, Maki, Nico, I got one Nico and it was uh, rare. And I was so angry. I was like, fuck this game. Yeah. Um, so, and and at that time I wasn't following this advice. So this, this advice for those of you listening, it is dearly bought because yeah. I, what I'm saying is I was buying love gems for this scout and I was getting shit. And, yeah. and I, w- I, I was that player who felt entitled yeah. to the UR Nikos because I was throwing money at the game. Yeah. Um, so, you know, take it for what it is. This is dearly bought advice. Um, so take breaks. Uh, and like maybe not too long if you're looking to get back in because mm-hmm. then you, you run the risk of, of uh, kind of forgetting like certain aspects or maybe – uh, following too far behind because like certain things come out but like yeah. you you can take longer breaks than you can from traditional games yeah of course taking a big long break i had two years off of sif and i had like 60 love gems in my mailbox from all the maintenance that had happened over those two <laughs> years so um yeah i mean that that's a nice little and you can always back. just jump in even if even even if you do plan to get back in you can get back in like jeff got into yeah. sif two years later and you're you're doing relatively well yeah I mean, you're probably not playing expert songs right now, but you're still playing. You no, jumped yeah. right into hard. Yeah, so. no, back in hard. Um, I think beginner's luck or coming like coming back luck is a thing, though, because you know, I don't know. I, it hasn't been that way for me with Sif, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, with Kat and Coley. Um, and then the last piece of advice, which is always our. Oh yeah, god damn it! <laughs> you just, yeah, this guy. <laughs> He he, the one gotcha mechanic in Concole is constructing ships, and I'd been trying for for a brand for a, a Yamato, one of the big battleships, for like I, almost a year at that point. And he comes on, he's like, "Let me try," and he instantly makes a Yamato <laughs> first try. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. I, I have the you know the, you'll be happy to know out there. I actually have a Yamato now. Yeah. She's level 77. I'm working her up to 100 right now. I, I feel comfortable bringing it up knowing that because he'd probably be strangling me right now <laughs> if he did not have me up. We're right across the tra- table from each other. So. Um, and the last piece of advice, which is the most generic and the one that we always have in our little advice things, just have fun. Oh, if yeah. you're not having fun, why are you playing this game? No, yeah, it's not It's not worth it if you're not having fun. That's what a game is like, meant for. So I love Fate Grand Order, not just because my gotcha luck has been uh, really good, but I love 
mm-hmm. turn-based combat. Mm-hmm. I've loved turn-based combat since I very first laid hands on a Final Fantasy game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of sad to see that that's kind of gone by the wayside in traditional gaming. Right. But the fact that it's in mobile gaming makes me really happy because I get to you know have that, that little bit of like tactics mm-hmm. um, and story and stuff like that, even yeah. though the story is well, a mobile story. Yeah. But um, it's it's probably more epic than most mobile stories. Oh yeah, no, Fate, Fate Grand Order def- definitely does have a much more overarching storyline, even if they piecemeal it, yeah. uh, which is annoying. Um, but yeah, like if you're not having fun, if if you don't like, like let's going back to Fate Grand Order, if you're not a person who likes, or, or even Sif, if you don't like rhythm games, if you don't like the music, no, yeah. and you're just there to collect stuff, what the hell are you doing? Right. Play another game, right? There's a lot of good rhythm games out there. If you don't like turn-based strategy and you don't like the Fate series, why are you playing Fate Grand Order? Right. Um, yeah, so. no, it's... It, it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. We shouldn't have to tell people this, but um, that's definitely probably the best advice we could give, and that's why I'm saving the best for last. Yeah, I guess, just, so. don't, just don't freak out about min-maxing unless you really want to. Uh, go with what you enjoy. I, I wrote down on our little show notes here. Use a promo you are. If you love the art for the promo you are, mm-hmm. I can use the promo. Yeah. I love Mari in the USA. It's a promo you are for Sif. Right. And it's but it's Mari in a cowboy outfit. Adorable. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, actually kinda hot. I don't wanna think don't think I'd go with adorable. She's yeah. Yeah. She looks no. really good in that one. <laughs> um anyway. Different kind of cowgirl. Anyway, uh and like, if you can't, if you can't have fun with the game, if you're not enjoying yourself, maybe it's time to let the game go. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time to delete it off your phone. Maybe it's time to look up that new, that new game. Maybe mobile gaming is just not for you, but, right. but I like to think there's a mobile game out there for everybody. Yeah. Because yeah, that's the good point. There's so many types of mobile games, you know, we, they all seem to have that gotcha mechanic, which is why we've spent so much time talking about it. Mm-hmm. But there are so many types of mobile games. You've got your action-adventure kind of style. You've got your turn-based combat. You've got your tactical. You've got your rhythm. I mean... Hell, there are even games like now, especially like for... Like, they're more for tablets, but they're even MMOs. Yeah. Um, I was just... Before we started the podcast, I found one. And, of course, I can't remember the name of it now. But um had a lot of downloads, and it looked fun. It was an MMO. But I've just never... I've never been able to play an MMO on a smartphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I've I've seen a couple of them. They don't look that great. Mm. Um, yeah, I play I play Final Fantasy fourteen off and on, and that's good enough for right. me. Uh, so that's that's our advice uh, to you, our adoring, tentative listeners. And I think you know, tentative. if you guys have any uh, recommendations for mobile games that we should try out, and maybe we didn't talk about, um, I, I'm certainly open. Because we've talked about the ones we've played and we play, but um, I know there's tons of them out there that we're probably not playing, you know. So, yeah, shoot, shoot that advice over into our uh, Discord or our email. Or, well, we are definitely open to more mobile. Well, at least me and uh, me, Jeff, and I'm pretty sure Logan. Logan does play Sif uh, and and some other ones. Um, so, or I guess Tales of Link now. Yeah. So if you got you got recommendations, uh, shoot them our way. For sure. Uh, but uh, to round this out, we actually uh, went on our Discord um, and let everyone know that we were going to be casting today and, and what the topic was going to be about. So you can know what the topic is going to be about in some cases. Um, disclaimer. Uh, if you join us on Discord, which will have that information for you at the end of the cast. 
Uh, but we let them know uh, that we were going to be uh, casting about mobile games, and we asked them the question, uh, what are some of your favorite mobile games? Are they tie-ins to anime slash game series? Do you think you'd enjoy that game as much if it didn't have tie-ins to other franchises you enjoy? And our first response comes from, well, our co-host. <laughs> Logan. <laughs> yeah. Logan he's, finds he's his way onto the podcast, yeah. uh, even though he's he's enjoying, um, what con is he at? Uh, Komori Con. Komori Con. Yeah. Okay. With uh, Space Cat. Cool. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to ask him about that next time. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. I got this. You want me to go for it? So, why is Fate Go the worst mobile game out there? Question mark. <laughs> Smirky face. Smirky face. <laughs> <laughs> Logan said, very bad luck with Fate Go, um, as I think a lot of people have uh, by the sounds of it, but except for Carlos. (laughs) For those wondering about my mobile game habits, I log into Fate Go, Sif, Fire Emblem Heroes, and Tales of Link every day, but Tales of Link is the only one I'm currently playing daily, so I don't know too much about Tales of Link. I I hear good things. Uh, Space Cat plays it. Yeah. And um, totally agree with him on this one. As long as the game has fun mechanics and cute girls, I'm in. So, Mm. 100%. This this is why we podcast together. (laughs) We are are freaking spirit animals to each other uh anyway uh except for best girl nico best girl <clears throat> anyway uh companion cube who is also with logan uh chimed in uh, at Comoricon, chimed in to say i only play anime related mobile games they take up enough time as it is uh i play them because because of their ties to uh, anime and games that i love uh, so i'm pretty sure I wouldn't enjoy them as much if I wasn't a fan of their series. I can I can kind of see yeah. that because like you look at the mechanics of a lot of mobile games, and and while I like the turn based combat of, of Fate Go, there is definitely games that do better at mm-hmm. turn based combat, you yeah. know, specifically traditional games. But because it's Fate, I mean, I gotta get yeah. I got I gotta get huh. Mordred. It goes back to our collection, you know, collecting things from yeah. the series you like. Mobile game gives you kind of a way to do that. Exactly. Um, you know. It's another exciting thing to look forward to. So, uh, IU, uh, only mobile game that I play actively is Love Live. Sif, I don't think I've, um, I don't think I'd even have started playing the game if I had not watched the anime first. I think the tie-ins add to the game itself and make you care more for the characters. Uh, even one mobile game takes too much time, though. I don't think I'll be playing others in the near future. Did I read that right? Mm-hmm. Um, unless someone decides to localize the Idol Master game, God help me. Yeah, totally agree with that because um, I'm playing the Idol Master game. Yeah, see, God help me. I don't feel like going to the Japanese uh, to creating an account to play that, but I would totally be. And then going to the various Reddit's wikis and, yeah. and Discord pages to learn what what's what. Somehow yeah. deciphering it, yeah, yeah. kind of like Kanko used to be. Um, how do you handle the amount of time oh, most the, mobile games the, require? This is this is Ayu's question to us. Oh. Yeah, thanks, Ayu. <laughs> so Ayu's question to us. Yeah. It looks like he's got a couple. How do you handle the amount of time most mobile games require? Do you find yourself focusing on one at a time or pushing others to the side? Um, I'll start by saying, I mean, I, I think I've already said that. Yeah, I've, I find myself pretty much able to focus on one at a time. I'm kind of a... I've, I've hyper-focused on things. It's my ADD. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good thing, though, because yeah. you get more done. Yeah. Whereas me, I, I'm more spread out. And I, I, I've mentioned this before, like how we handle the amount of time is we just don't really worry about mm. um, about spending all of our action points right. or whatever. We just go with the flow and try and try and do events if we can right. or, you know, whatever. Um, I do. I don't focus on one. Uh, I will log in every day to Fire Emblem or not Fire Emblem, Fate, Grand Order, 
and Sif to get the daily login bonuses. And if I'm feeling it, I'll play a little bit. Maybe sometimes I'll play till my my energy is depleted, mm-hmm. and, and then I'll just put it down. Um, I think the question maybe kind of brings up exactly what we've been talking about is that the the mindset is that the game requires time. It really doesn't require any time. It's yeah. how much time. It's how much time you want to put in. Exactly. So. Um, that's really just the key there is if it's something that you feel like it's requiring too much of your time, then maybe it's time for you to kind of step back and maybe that means you're putting too much time into it. <laughs> His third question, sorry, I, I think we already went over it quite a bit in detail. Yeah. He says, how do you feel about money spending aspect of the gotcha games? Yeah. The company is going to make money, man. It's yeah. it's a free game. Right. So they're going to make their money somewhere and it's off the, unfortunately, it's off the backs of incredibly addicted people. Right. Uh, it's, it's, it's even worse when it's the people who have addiction problems. I've managed to, and this probably has something to do with my maybe poor luck in a lot of these games, but I've managed to just recently for the first time ever paid money for a mobile game. So um, it is possible to play them free to play. and still I, I do it all the time. I don't, I don't. Okay. I did buy quartz in Faco, but that's because I really wanted Joan of Arc mm. and still didn't get her. <laughs> um, but uh, I will say I love the way Sif does it now. With the packs, yeah. the packs make it so worth it. Yeah, because um, you and can either get the starter. Yeah. yeah, you can get the starter packs, which are like, um, like three forty something. Yeah, three fifty, three forty nine. Yeah, and uh, or you can get the big packs, which still feel really good because it's like, I mean, thirty five bucks. Maybe that's a little too steep for some people. Yeah, but for me, I'm fine. My my mindset, and this is coming from, and I feel like it's a generational thing, but I used to be able to buy like a full release A plus game for thirty five dollars back in the day. You know, thirty five bucks. Well, not a new, new release. Yeah, not no new release. Yeah, yeah, maybe I shouldn't say like a, a used game. Yeah, for yeah. back at uh, maybe a year old. Anybody remember Funko Land? Funko Land was a was a gaming retailer before GameStop yeah. like destroyed. Oh, that that would be here on the West Coast. I don't think that. No, I don't think we had Funko Lands. No, yeah. no, I loved it. That, that was the first buy sell trade place I ever went mm-hmm. to, and I loved it. Because I used to go and I'd take in my old games and yeah. take my lawn mowing money and go buy me. And, was it Super Nintendo though? I think they were like maybe 50, 40 or fifty for a new game when they released. I think sixty came out when like you got to realize that when Super Nintendo came out, I was a kid, like in ninety three. Yeah, yeah it, that was the first console I ever got for Christmas, and um, and uh, yeah, my dad bought all the games for that one. You think how much money like our parents were spending on the games? Like, because back well, then, fifty bucks was a lot more. Than that's that just it. Now. Is as a lot of people have memories of like <laughs> of NES and SNES games. I played of quite a few, like I, you know, more than more than most. But we, yeah. we weren't exactly a wealthy family, so like if yeah. I if I got a game, I had to make that last. Yeah. So no, I, that was like our Christmas present. Yeah, we had yeah, to deal exactly. With that for like, they did have to spend like I, I do sympathize because they did have to yeah. spend quite a bit of money on oh, yeah. on our generation because we were the, like some of the first to have electronics. Right. Just like I guess not the first, the Atari generation. Oh, I don't know, man. Now the way kids spend money on these games, like the younger kids, they God, we're so old. Say talking like this. These damn kids nowadays. Yeah, that's true. They got your mechanics. <laughs> well, I mean, I ma- I managed to play for free because I think I have the mindset of like, if I spend more than a certain amount on this game, it's like, why am I, I playing think it? back yeah. to a game I played for years for less than that? But it all depends on how much investment yeah. you're, you're willing to put into it. It's or it's you all want over to put time too. But um, Logan has a response to this question as well. Um, he says. He'll spend money on a game if it's fair with its gotcha summon rates. Uh, Fake Go has bad rates and makes it feel and him feel less likely to spend money than on something like Fire Emblem Heroes, which has higher starting um, rates and increases with every five star failure. So yeah, I think we kind of talked about that, and that's mm-hmm. absolutely true. Uh, 
Okay. Um, Native American uh, chimed in uh, to say, I barely play mobile games, but one that stuck with me is A Dark Room. Also, It's also on the web, and he, he includes a link, which you can you can go on our Discord and find. Um, it's a text adventure, roguelike resource management game. That really interests me. Like, that, yeah. That's a strange combination. Interesting, yeah. Uh, it drips with a mysterious atmosphere, despite boasting no complex graphics or sounds. Um, it's also perfectly suited for a mobile platform given its pick up and play nature. Cool. Uh, I'd recommend everyone give it a shot if you're bored with the glorified slot machines that is many modern mobile experiences. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, you know, that, that is pretty much what yeah. it is. And that's why we're having this podcast now. Right. Um, can't argue there. Also a question. Hey, would you, or Hey, <sighs> I can't read. How? <laughs> no, I think you're doing better than I was. How would you like to see the mobile games uh, evolve in the future? Uh, I'll give an answer as well. I think mobile games will turn into a perfect platform for AR, augmented reality, or MR, mixed reality. I'm not sure what MR is. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know about that. Uh, entertainment, since mobile devices possess a critical component uh, that makes these probable, or yeah, that makes these probable mobility. Camera, yeah, and mobility. Um, also, many popular commercial or commercial game engines uh, that are commonly used for mobile software are adding built-in AR slash MR support. See Unity, Unreal Engine 4, and Apple's uh, AR kit. So this is a great, a great, his answer is great. And I love the question because um, when I first saw AR, it was when I bought, I think it was my first 3DS. Mm, and they had right. those cards you could put on the table and it would like have a little game that popped up on like if you're looking at your kitchen table mm-hmm. or your desk or whatever. And I saw that and I was like, this is the future of gaming. Like this is coming you know, soon. But this was like 10 years ago. Um, and Pokemon Go was wildly successful for a very short period of time with AR. Um, and I felt like it really brought a community together. Like you would walk in There's the park. There's still quite a few Pokemon Go players. See that? Yeah, I didn't know. I, I don't there, run yeah. into them anymore. But. Yeah, no, it, it's it's not as big as it was. Like it's not the explosion yeah. it was when it first came out. But they they recently had a well a bit of a debacle uh, due to the venue. But um, they had a huge Pokemon Go event in in um, Chicago. I think oh, that's cool. Recently, okay. and there were a ton of people there. I mean, I would go on my work break, and there was a park near my job, and there would be literally 15, 20 people walking around the park, just like just looking for flipping, uh, looking for Pokemon, and flipping the um, the little things, whatever those stands were, or whatever. It, it will be interesting to see if they do do this like augmented reality mm-hmm. or whatever mixed reality is. Um, yeah, something augmented and something between augmented and, and uh, regular in virtual games. reality. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think. Um, well, Pokemon Go, you were holding the phone. I think that was one of the issues with Pokemon Go is you had to kind of walk around looking down at your phone. Um, with the headsets now, I think if they incorporate a game with the headset where you could walk around being augmented reality, I, I think that that is an awesome idea. Um, and I'm surprised we haven't seen more of it yet. But uh, there's, of course, dangers involved with that too. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm i thinking about, and uh, I kind of wish Logan was here for this, but the... Uh, the, the Sword Art Online movie was based on a, a augmented reality video game. And that would be so cool to have an augmented mm-hmm. reality MMO yeah. where you are the player. Right. I mean, oh, that would be so awesome. I don't know if this ever took off. But you look like me... a complete dork, but I mean, it'd be fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it starts to become the thing, I mean, when Pokemon Go was so popular, that everyone kind of looked like a dork walking around. But since everyone else was doing it, it was totally accepted. But um, yeah, it'd be pretty fun, though. I, I, I think... 
it immediately brings me to like, uh, and this was kind of before augmented reality and really before smartphones were huge, but back when people still had like the Garmin's in their car, like the GPS's. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this ever took off, but I know it was a thing where like there was a Gundam app you could put on there and it would sense other people with the Gundam app. And you would do like Gundam battles between people on the road <laughs> while you were driving. That but, sounds dangerous. Yeah. But immediately I'm like, like, People are driving their cars. Like I'm assuming this is why it didn't take off. But. That would be kind of cool. Okay, no, not having the battles, but just thinking about that. Like, like what if you had something like yeah. that to where it was your car, but like as you drove, you got power ups, and right. like you could like not buy, but wow, god damn, I went right back to gotcha because <laughs> I was gonna say you could you could accrue yeah. points and spend them in a gotcha thing and get yeah. like armor and stuff for yeah. your car, and like when you pass other cars, they do battle but like it's like you're not inputting anything because that would be super dangerous and then you know the more battles you win the more like that'd be kind of fun you know what i don't think it's called ingress did you ever hear of that game i think it's what pokemon go kind of built its engine off of but there was also a game called ingress that kind of makes me think of that where you had to look for these there was clans and they fought with each other for territory and so you had to go and like and like hack into these systems, you know, with your mobile phone. <sighs> That'd be kind of cool. To take over territories. And it was, um, I think it was called Ingress, if I'm not mistaken. But that was another mobile game we didn't even talk about, but it's not animated. Yeah, right there's, there's a ton you can do with that. In, in terms of um, uh, like what Native American was asking with um, how they're going to evolve. I mean, aside from that, I don't see much more in the way of, of evolution. I mean, they might... We might start seeing more traditional gaming, like people trying to make complete stories uh, on a mobile platform. Yeah. I know that quite a few um, visual novels are coming to yeah. the mobile platform, which is really cool, uh, especially for those who don't have time to right. dedicate. Um, so maybe we'll start seeing, and I'm not saying like huge AAA developed like Assassin's Creed level, right. but maybe simple indie games um mm-hmm. i can see a lot of those coming and people just wanting to pick up little games like that and play little bits at a time uh, i think that could could kind of alleviate some of the the gotcha yeah. pressure i um, think too just what were considered triple a games back 10 years ago the hardware we have on our smartphones now is probably good enough to play those so that maybe. even might be some something. some of them yeah um Maybe we'll start to see those kind of be brought into a handheld version. Um, or people just creating new stories with the mobile platform. Because you got to realize that developing for mobile is a completely different ballgame. Yeah. Because your controller is a touchscreen yeah. in your hands. And they, they you know, realize, you see a lot fewer of the games nowadays that have that like thumb pad uh, like in the middle of your screen and buttons right. on the middle of your screen. It looked really tacky. Yeah. So they don't do that anymore. So... I think as as developers, especially like the more artistic developers, start to like figure out new ways to, to use the the touchscreen, mm-hmm. and, and we've already seen it. Um, we'll see evolutions from those games from right. the from the early starters, especially the early starters of AR. We'll see a lot of evolution yeah. from, from that. Well, I mean, when we start seeing something like a something like a Pokemon Go turn into maybe. Um, take that and put a leveling system in and you know find armor chests and you can open up stuff and it turn oh, it into so some kind fun. of rpg or yeah. mmo you make know? your local park a dungeon would be so oh can you so imagine cool. uh, yeah and um 
You don't even have to LARP anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. You just need your phone. Well, you don't. Okay, you don't need to spend money to LARP anymore. You just need your phone. Yeah, yeah. Something, something. All of a sudden, thinking now, something about finding a treasure chest in my living room when I wake up is like super cool. Really cool. <laughs> to be fair, though, like uh, you know, you, you talks about the the uh, glorified slot machines without without paying for the game. These developers need to make money. They're going to find a way. Right. To make us pay money and it's probably going to be a gotcha mechanic i kind of i actually kind of like it better from a standpoint of um it's a, usually these games are free hmm. and you pay money as much as you want to pay money whereas the alternative is them charging in modern day they'd have to probably charge 70 bucks 60 bucks for a game that they put a lot of money into um and that's a one-time thing so there you're getting the best of both worlds if you don't have the money you don't have to pay it um you're still able to play for free and you're still able to do the things that the people who are paying for with the good games are doing just not as frequently um and i think the big difference too is that is is people like can point to to traditional gaming and you know they say nowadays well lots of complete story and all you all you had to do was pay 60 bucks for it but yeah. nowadays there's dlc too yeah so there's there's that whole argument which i don't want to get into that because we're talking mobile games today and we're yeah. So I actually kind of, I, I like, these companies have to make money and I don't yeah. begrudge them for that. Yeah, they, no. And I like to support companies who put a lot of work. You don't, you don't have to so. like the drop rates. You just got to understand that they're yeah. going to, they're going to try and make money as best they can. Cause they got people, yeah. they got people to support on the staff. So I think that about does it for our questions. Oh, I take that back. Meowth 900 asks, phone games are good. <laughs> no, Meowth, they're terrible. They're bad for your soul. Um, I, that this podcast should have should have clued you in on that, but eventually they'll make a pretty boy game, and you'll want to play too. All right, I'm going to do another scout on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. I've done all my scouts. Oh, uh, this was a uh, this was a good one though. Yeah, I had fun. This, this was, was cool, a good man. cast. So nice. it was a lot of fun. Second time Carlos and I are together uh, in person. Second cast. the The podcast is done in person. Um, I think right. Logan's unfortunately not here for this one, but. Uh, you guys haven't done one without me in person, have you? Me and Logan? Yeah. Or Logan and I? Steven no. or no. any of the uh, other guests who have come on? No, we've never done one in person. Well, I, this is what happens when we live on three separate sides of the country. Break, breaking ground. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so of the first two man in person cast. Yeah. Anyway. Continue to be part of our firsts. Yeah, Carlos is exactly. going to uh, list off because I'm terrible at it. All of uh, the ways you can contact us. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, please continue to support us and listen to us. And and if you're interested in in talking mobile games, mm -hmm. we play Sif, we play Concole, even though that's not technically mobile. We play Fate Grand Over. Like we've listed all the games we played. Mm -hmm. And if you're like Carlos, should get back into Grand Blue Fantasy, and I'm going to convince him how, yep. why, or something like that or Brave Exeus or whatever. Or if you have a game that you think you're going to introduce to our community, exactly. it's going to become we the next would, Sif. I mean, we would 100% love to hear from you. Um, you can get a hold of us uh, by emailing us at uh, mail.animearcade at gmail.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash animearcade or on Twitter at twitter.com or well, I guess it's just at anime underscore arcade. Mm. And uh, we also have an Instagram, which I update almost daily, um, which is the underscore anime underscore arcade. 
and I post a lot of stuff about mobile games in in, yeah. in Instagram. A lot of the the gotcha stuff I get or the the tasks I complete, I like to post them there. So you know, give it a look, and uh, yeah, let us know uh, what you're playing and what you're interested in. A uh, real quick uh, shout out. Actually, a couple shout-outs, now that I think about it. Um, if you don't listen to... I know a lot of our community does, but if you don't uh, listen to... There's a, the Otaku Spirit podcast. Very recently, they had my favorite episode of theirs, which is their music cast. Oh, yeah. Love I the music cast. I flip and love their music cast because they, they cover the some of the best music yeah. of the, the season. Uh, give them a listen. Andrew and Chris are really great guys, too. Yeah. The podcast is great. They're, they're great guys. Really fun to listen to. Fun community, too. So go check them out at otakuspirit.com. Uh, also, one that I've recently been getting into, and I apologize if I don't, this is crossing a line because I didn't ask her if I could give a shout out. But uh, Aaron Cerise and Umida uh, are two Sif players who play um, quite a bit of School Idol Festival and other games. And they've recently come out with a podcast that I just discovered. They're 10 episodes in. Their podcast is called uh, Sunshine Sunday. So if you're looking for a SIF podcast, I recommend them uh, very highly because they are very knowledgeable and uh, pretty cool people, too. Nice. Oh, I would not mind uh, talking to them, but I it completely lost my you know train of thought before this, and, and I was going to send her a, nice. a tweet DM. So... Yeah, give those a listen, and uh, please uh, let us know what you think of mobile gaming. So, for two-thirds of us at uh, Anime Arcade, uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks, guys.